avoid common injuries in your everyday life? What are the best first aid techniques? How do you keep your home, workplace, and family safe? Welcome to Safety is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray. Today, he'll discuss best practices to help you steer clear of hazards, prevent injuries, and accidents. Now, here is Todd Murray. Welcome back. Todd Murray with Safety is Your First Choice. We're with the uh, second week with our, uh, with our show. Here we are on September 11th. I, uh, being a firefighter, I uh, do want to note, or just in anybody out there, uh, let's let's take a second just to to honor those we lost on 9/11. We appreciate them for their sacrifice and the things that uh, they did to uh, make sure that we're we're all safe and uh, here today. So, with that said, want to uh, just uh, talk about some different things. You know, with 9/11 being here and. You know, the, the show being what it is, safety is your first choice. Safety, in my mind, is a proactive, it's an active thing. It's something that you actually take control of and want to, to be successful with, right? It's just not walking out of your house and, and uh, hoping you're going to be safe today. Hope nothing negative is going to happen to you. I feel that you can take some action in that and you can kind of control that. I was, uh, I was watching, I was flipping through some channels yesterday and uh, came across the Rachel Maddow show, and, and she had Samantha Power on there. She's a Pulitzer Prize writer, uh, winning author, and she worked in uh, the administration, previous administration. Uh, she was uh, ambassador to the UN, and, and she was uh, addressing the UN or addressing her Russian counterpart to the UN. Uh, she had, her has a famous quote that says, uh, or the statement she made to him was, uh, no execution of a child creeps you out a little bit, you know, and that's kind of a profound statement. You know, it's you know, to me, anything, any execution, does one child or not even that, just to hurt a child, <laughs> you know, creeps me out. You know, but for her to be able to say that or say that to uh, that ambassador in that situation, kind of made me th- start thinking about it. You know, we're talking about the uh, situation in other countries. But it started to make me think about what the situation is here at home. You know, when we're looking at, uh, I started looking in, looking through things over the internet and trying to do a little bit of research. And it looked like, um, I, I pulled up for Arizona. It said, child abuse hotline in Arizona. In 2018, over 24,000 calls were made that met statutory criteria for a DCS report. And that's a Department of Child Services uh, report. That kind of surprised me. I didn't think that that many calls would come in. You know, and then, and then I just continued on with a little bit of that and saw that the majority of the children uh, that were out of their home or out of home care because of those calls and situations were between the ages of one to five. You know, one to five. And, you know, I have uh, mentioned to you before that my youngest child's eight. One to five, you know, that's that's what that was amazing to me. Okay, so then I looked at the national basis and and did some research on that. And in 2017, 3.2 million children received uh, prevent prevention or post response services from child abuse. You know, and these are these are people. You know, I talk about being able to make the choice to be safe when we're dealing with children and infants between the ages of one and five. 
they're not able to make these different choices. It's up to it's up to these adults. It's up to other people to be able to come in and help or assist people with or, or, or assist these children with what they're dealing with. Uh, one of the other statistics that I saw there: one thousand seven hundred and twenty children died from abuse or neglect, and or neglect, I guess you could say. One thousand seven hundred and twenty children died from abuse and or neglect in 2017. You know, that number is huge. You know, as I mentioned before, you know, just one child, one person um, being neglected, unfortunately passing away due to neglect or abuse, to me, is, isn't right. And I would assume that would be for, for most people. <clears throat> That's not something that we would, uh, would agree with. Okay, so, you know, with that mindset, you know, safety is your first choice. You know, when, when a child's going through those type of situations, their foundation is rocked. That's what, that's what they know, okay? They, how is a child supposed to be optimistic as they grow up and be able to make the right choices and right decisions when their foundation starts off that way? Okay. How, how are they supposed to make those right decisions? You know, what are they? What are the? What steps can they take to be prepared for life? To be able to make these safe choices in life, to make the right choices, go forward in life, and be successful. Okay. So, so today, what I'd like to do, I, I had the honor of being able to uh, meet. Uh, I belong to this uh, Arizona Heroes for Hire. It's a it's a Facebook page, and and that, on that Facebook page, they 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 connect. Uh, heroes, firefighters, police officers, people that have, that, uh, that for a living put their life on the line or, or put themselves out there for other people to help them to, to come assist people when they're not doing the best, when, when they need help the most, we come in and try to make that a comforting moment in their lives and help them out. Okay, so it's Arizona uh, Heroes for Hire. I, I posted that I'm doing the radio show, and, and um, Sean uh, Ravy reached out to me. You know, he, he told me a little bit about his uh, a foundation that he's a part of. He started and president of. Okay, so I was like, well, you know, that might be something interesting. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to be able to do that. I'd like to be able to do that. And I was thinking it would be maybe later on in the uh, after the show. This is my, like I say, my second week. So I thought, well, maybe four or five episodes down the line, you know, maybe I'll, we'll reach out, we'll get together, and, you know, we'll put something together. The more I learned about him and the more I learned about his foundation, I felt it was, it was extremely important that I got him here today for us. Just a little bit about uh, Sean. You know, he started, put on the cape, a foundation for hope, okay? He's a two-time State of Arizona Police Officer of the Year, two times. Um... I've been a firefighter for 19 years, and I haven't been a firefighter of the year yet. Okay, he's been he's been two-time State of Arizona Police Officer of the Year, two-time Distinguished Service Award winner. Okay, he's got a master's degree now. Master's degrees are tough, you know. I've uh, I've got some friends that have master's degrees and uh, holding down a career, a family. And then also going to uh, and getting your master's on top of that is a difficult thing to do. Well, he did that, and he also uh, received a 4.0 GPA while doing so. And he currently works at the Arizona Law Enforcement Academy since uh, 2015 till, till now. He's been at the Arizona 
at Law Enforcement Academy. This person is busy. We, uh, we can talk to him. He's got his foundation, Foundation for Hope, all right? Uh, put on the cape, a Foundation for Hope for Children. We'll, uh, we're going to take a quick break right now. We'll come back. We're going to interview Sean uh, Ravy, find out more about his foundation, find out about what he's doing, what this foundation's all about, see how this foundation can help children after these horrific situations. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Safety is your first choice. You can reach us at safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. We're also streaming this live on uh, Put on the Cape, uh, a Foundation for Hope on the Facebook page. So if you're if you're if you have Facebook and that kind of stuff, you want to see us live in the uh, studio, log on there. We can uh, we can answer questions, throw some questions up to us. You can call in with some questions. You can send emails for questions. Okay, you can send those to us, and we'd be more than happy to answer those for you. Okay, so stay tuned. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. We'll be back with Sean Ravy uh, right after the commercial break. Thank you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy and the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today. Experience the joy of living, not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Safety is Your First Choice. To reach Todd Murray or his guest today, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show. Welcome back after the break. 
with Todd Murray here. Safety is your first choice. Thank you much. We have now, we have Sean Ravey. Welcome, Sean Ravey, to the to the radio. Thank you, Todd. I appreciate it. Great. Yeah, I, I, I was talking to our listeners here a little bit earlier, trying to tell them a little bit about yourself, and I don't think I did you justice. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. When I, uh, when I first, uh, when we first met, and like I told the listeners here earlier, that uh, we... Uh, you know, we talked over Facebook a little bit back and forth. We sent some emails and things back and forth, and I was thinking about getting you on a little bit later in in the um, uh, episodes, and uh, learned a little bit more about you. And I was just amazed at everything that you Thank did you. coming from Michigan. And as people may know, that uh, I went to school in Michigan, so um, Sparty on, yeah, yeah, Michigan State guy, Michigan State grad. So I. Um, so that kind of attracted me, and I learned a little bit. I'll let you tell a little bit more of a, a little bit more about yourself. I appreciate that. I've been a police officer for 12 years. Okay. Um, the last six, um, I've spent investigating crimes against children, okay. which is a, a very dark part of the department. It's a tough situation um, for everybody involved. And I investigated more than easily more than a thousand cases in the six years I was there. Um, I recently left that unit. I go back into a patrol capacity, which I feel gives me more time to promote my foundation. Good. Because I feel I can reach more people doing this and yeah. help help more children doing this um, that I have in the past. I am from Michigan, spent 40 years there. I'm going on my 13th here. Okay, all right. And no, I'm not used to the heat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so glad to give your Cardinals that glorious comeback last weekend uh, with the Detroit oh, Lions. Detroit Lions. I, yeah, I called yeah. that the start of the fourth quarter because lifelong Lion fans are used to these types of situations. <laughs> right, so. I do. Being in Michigan watching some of those games, I, I do remember. Indeed. I do remember quite a bit. Good, good. Okay, so y y your foundation, uh, Put on the Cape, we're, we're, what's that all about? What do you mean by Put on the Cape? Well, we, of course, it's a metaphor to be a superhero. Okay. And even when we were little kids, we'd put sheets around our neck and fly around and pretend we're a oh, hero. Yeah. yeah, I did that. Jump on the bed. Right? Yeah, yes. or jump off the bed and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and, you know, break things and bounce right up. If we did yeah. that today, we'd, we'd be in a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. But my foundation, it started in 2015. Uh, and it came about very simply and by accident, as, okay. as most things do. There were two really uh, signature, uh, signature moments that, that brought all of this to where we are today. The first, I was actually in Tucson with uh, my mentor in the Crimes Against Children unit, uh, Dr. Barry Cassidy. And he was finishing up an interview, and I was in the back wandering around. And I saw a poster of Batman oh, uh -huh. surrounded by his rogues gallery, you know, the, the old school Batman. And right. I instantly flash forwarded to the advocacy center in which I worked and okay. realized that there was nothing of that nature hanging on our walls. Yeah. And as soon as I saw it, I instantly went back to being a kid. Okay. And I was like, I grew up a comic book nerd. Right. I have right. over 10,000 comic books in my collection. Oh, nice. All right. And, and this is now, remember in 2015, the, all the movies were coming out and the Avengers yeah. and, and I was living my childhood every day and I was 48 <laughs> years old. Okay. All right. And, and so I just kind of realized, whoa, how cool would it be to have this in the walls of our center? Right. And so when a little kid would come in, they'd see that. Maybe they'd have the same reaction. Okay. And not too long after that, I was interviewing a, <clears throat> a nine-year-old um, who was profoundly abused. Okay. And the thing people don't realize when we're interviewing these kids, we're not in a uniform. We're right. dressed much like I'm dressed today in a polo shirt and slacks and in a very comfortable environment. Uh -huh. That's fine. But I'm an adult, and I'm interviewing a child who was abused by an adult. Right, right. And it's tough to get them past that to resonate with you and trust you. Okay. And I was getting nowhere 
-hmm. with this little boy. And it was a delayed disclosure. So I had no biological evidence. I had no physical evidence. I had no witnesses. I had to have a disclosure from him to have a case. And I I couldn't even give him to make eye contact with me. And so exasperatedly, I just laid back and said, so who's your favorite superhero? (laughs) Nice. Okay. Instant change. Instant. Eyes widen, back straightened, and he just yelled out, Iron Man. Oh, mine too. I like that. (laughs) I love Iron Man. So I just asked him, tell me about Iron Man. And 20 minutes later, after talking about Iron Man and Ant-Man and the new movies, I simply said, well, I heard something might have happened to you. And he told me everything that happened to him. Okay. Which made the case. Right, right. And when he left, I'm like, Jeez, how cool would it have been to give him an Iron Man action figure or an Iron Man T-shirt to make him feel like a kid? Right, right. And because they come in, they're scared uh-huh. and and hurt, and oftentimes they were leaving the same way, right? Because we were dealing with children who had just been listed as victims in police reports. Right. These weren't just random. You know, someone pushed them. Mm-hmm. Someone really did something horrible to this child. Right. And right. we had a very small window. Right. And I said to myself, I got to be able to do more with this window. So I approached my sergeant and the director of the center and said, I'd like to get people to donate these items to our center to give to these kids. Good. And that's how it started okay. in 2015. Right. That, now, it, that's, I mean, it, it, touch, it touches me, and I'm sure it touched all of our listeners. The, one of the premises that we do with the show, Safety is Your First Choice, uh, I try to get experts in here to kind of shed light on some of the areas that we don't know about. I didn't know that that's the process that took place with children or infants after, you know, I'm kind of, I guess, blindly, I guess, uh, thinking, well, you know, they caught the person, everything bad, everything's great now after this point. But from what you're saying, it, it sounds like there is uh, an extremely emotional toll. And, you know, when I sit back and think about it myself, I'm like, yeah, of course there would be, you know, but how does that get handled? And it sounds like you've come up with a way to be able to help children with that. Absolutely. And I think people don't realize and rightfully so because nobody wants to talk about abused children right um, when children's come to an advocacy center they have been listed as a victim in a crime mm-hmm. within that advocacy center and most cities have one chandler mm-hmm. glendale we have the southwest family advocacy center which has multiple jurisdictions involved okay. uh, phoenix has a very large advocacy center within that advocacy center we have forensic pediatricians We have mental health specialists. We have Department of Child Safety. We have investigative units of police departments with highly trained detectives. We have forensic interviewers to talk to the children. Wow. So once the child comes to that advocacy center, they're taken care of. Right. They don't have to retell their story. They're interviewed in a private room with a highly trained interviewer. Right. And they only have to tell their story once. We don't want to re-victimize them by having them relive it over and over and over. And it's captured audio, video. And that way, whomever wants to see this and get more clarity can watch the video. Right, okay. But another thing people don't realize is advocacy centers have a lot of responsibilities. All Mm -hmm. those things in which I just just said. They don't have budgets to give that child a juice box, a bottle of water, a toy, clean clothing. So they're always out asking. They have volunteer coordinators, donation coordinators. Okay. And their sole purpose is to fill that center with items to help those children when they're there. The purpose of my foundation, if I can put it in a box, is to get all of those items and give it to the center so they can concentrate on healing those kids. Take sounds that, like it's needed. Take yeah. that burden away from them. Right. So that's essentially, we started with t-shirts and action figures Okay. five years ago, and we've grown to so much more. Good. Sense. Good. So 
I'm just sitting here, just thinking about everything that you just mentioned there, uh, how you're helping these children, how you're trying to get different things for these advocacy centers. How difficult was that to get started? It wasn't um, because I approached police officers and firefighters. Oh. As you know, as a firefighter, yeah. we see some pretty terrible things. And we deal with those things in our own way. But when it involves a child, it changes us profoundly. Oh, it does. And we want to help. So I reached out to two of my closest friends, Scott Safranca and, and Stu Summershoe, fellow nerds, okay. in 2015, said, this is what I'm thinking of doing. The next day, I had probably 100 comic books on my desk that Stu donated from his private collection, oh. and the same from Scott. Wow. School resource officers brought in action figures and Barbie dolls and school supplies. Okay. And that's how it all started. And the first year that we started, it was called Superhero September. It was just supposed to be a one-off thing, right. a, a made-for-TV moment. There was nobody in attendance at the first event. Okay. Um, we had five superheroes who were all police officers and firefighters. Okay. All right. And we started at 6 in the morning on the street in front of the advocacy center and had to be off the street by 7.30 so they could open for business. <laughs> so the first year, we raised $4,000. Oh, all right. And well, that's good. had yeah. two events. And okay. I'm like, this might work. Yeah. This yeah. might work. Right. And um, that year, the Phoenix Law Enforcement Association donated money from their charity to help okay. and became the first corporate donor to oh. do that. So I had an idea for that 500 because um, we were already out of items after a week. Right, right. That center sees 8,000 kids a year. Okay. That's a, quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of kids. <laughs> that's and unfortunately, yeah, that's a lot of, that's a lot of children. There. And we had a target manager in South Phoenix, her name Jennifer Trevor. She got a hold of me through a, an off-duty Phoenix officer mm -hmm. and said, I want you to come to my store. I'll give you a $250 gift card. Oh, okay. And so I took the 500 from Plea and her 250 and I'm like, I'm going to go shopping. Right. But I, it dawned on me, what's cooler? Me going shopping with a couple of the detectives or me and Captain America? <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, Commander uh, Tom Van Dorn gave me the phone number of a woman who he said she does cosplay. An cosplay? Art I knew nothing about. Period. I had no idea what it meant. I don't either, actually. And so I got a hold of her. She <laughs> right. came to the event uh, that morning, and I got a hold of her for the shopping spree. She says, I know a guy who cosplays Captain America. Do you want me to reach out to him? I'm like, uh -huh. Captain America and Black Widow. Heck yeah. All right. And that's when I... And that was four years ago yesterday that happened. And that's okay. when I met Gus Matos, who is now the vice president of my board of directors. Okay. All he, right. he started a group called Heroes United Arizona. Cosplay is professional costumed actors and actresses wearing movie quality costumes. They oh, go to events. Right. They go to Comic Cons. They go to help raise attention and awareness. Okay. And Gus and I started talking, and I, I soon realized that Gus and I thought the same way. Mm-hmm. He's a very compassionate man, uh, hard on his sleeve. He said he wanted to change how cosplay was, was looked upon. He wanted to change the genre. He wanted to make cosplay a cause. Okay. And to me, I wanted to change what charity was all about. Right. I wanted to get it out of corporate boardrooms and buildings and balls and take it right to the community. And Gus and I shook hands that day. He said, I have eight members. I had one event. Uh -huh. And they said, let's build this together. Okay. Today, yeah. Heroes United Arizona is the largest cosplay group in Arizona, if not in the country. And my little Superhero September event, which became put on the Cape, is the largest charity of its kind. And we did that in four years. So you're not only in Arizona. Is We're not right? only in Arizona. We had an event in Michigan on uh, last weekend, the same day we had an event here in Arizona that drew 3,500 people, and we raised $21,000. 
oh, wow. on Saturday. The event in Michigan drew hundreds of people, and they raised $5,600. Now, you're saying this all started since 2015? That's when we started this venture. Wow, you've, you've come a long way. We have come a long way. I mean, based on the topic and the need, I mean, it's it's great that it is, and I'm, I'm sure that you want to go even farther we do. with it. Uh, it definitely... You know, what kind of events and what kind of things are you doing to be able to get the awareness out or to get people uh, basically uh, associated with, with the foundation and, and work helping out? Well, I learned early on, you know, being a firefighter, you went to the academy, you see a lot of firefighters that you lose touch with. Right. And same with police. Mm-hmm. And I'd see friends I hadn't seen in years. Oh, where are you at now? And I'd say child crimes. And they're like, whoa, yeah. don't want to talk <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah. Don't yeah. want to hear about it. Yeah. Nobody wants to know about abuse kids, mm-hmm. but they love superheroes. <laughs> yeah, that's a true fact. So I brought the two together with Gus and his gang and his wonderful people. And when people see us in the community doing the super main event, which was in the Paradise Valley Mall, okay. it was like a rock and roll show, man. It was absolutely <laughs> insane how many people were in there. Right. And they came because of the superheroes, mm-hmm. but they stayed because of the cause. Okay. They said, what is this for? And we'd tell them, and they said, I had no idea. Yeah. People don't know five kids a day die. Right. From abuse. They don't understand that. They don't understand kids come to advocacy centers with holes in their shoes and paper towels for diapers. They don't understand that. They don't understand they get they get beat, burned, and raped. They don't want to know. Right. That's but they see our superheroes, mm-hmm. and it gets them to us. And then once they see what we do, they're in for life. Right. I mean, we've got people that, with tears in their eyes, say, what can I do for you? And that's where we're at now. In year five... We have set so many records monetarily and donation-wise, and just the people reaching out to us. It, it's humbling. It truly is. Uh, this weekend, we have a superhero shopping spree in Walmart at 19th Avenue and Bell. Paychecks Corporation has sponsored that event. Um, my high school classmate, if you can believe such a thing from Michigan, works for Paychecks. Oh, really? Okay. And she contacted me and said, we want to help you. Oh, and nice. the Southwest Valley Advocacy Center, their whole board of directors is coming to that event. And everything we buy in that store is going back to the Southwest Valley Family Advocacy Center for their kids. Well, that's good. That's great. It's phenomenal. Now, did I hear something about a golf tournament or something, too? And and this is for my friend Mike Hayes. Mike Hayes and I started on on, uh, the same squad together 12, 13 years ago. Mike's a fantastic golfer. Southside Chicago. So you know what kind of what kind of heart and drive he has. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, he's incredible, and he's a wonderful golfer. And I've reached out to him early this year and said I want to do a golf tournament. Okay, good. I from back injuries on the job, I can't golf anymore. <laughs> okay. So I really don't know how to do that. But Mike right. does. Okay. All and right. I reached out to Mike, and we have we are twelve golfers away from selling out that event. Oh, very it's, nice. It's September twenty eighth at the Legacy Golf Course. Okay. Um, it's a shotgun start at 7.30. We have 127 golfers signed up already. All 18 holes have been sponsored by corporate sponsors. Oh, very nice. And we have all five of our sponsorships sold. Okay. That event is single-handedly going to set a superhero September record for money raised. Well, that's very nice. That's and, awesome. And I owe it all to Mike. I mean, the guy is just relentless. Well, I tell you what. You telling me these different stories, it makes me feel like you're a superhero. I'm sure you've had people come to you and ask you that question. But I tell you what, I want to hear what your response is to that. We'll come back after the commercial, and we'll get the response to what you, you know, you being a superhero. I think 
I think you fit this, the definition of a superhero to me. So after the commercial, stay tuned. We'll find out what, uh, what the answer is from that from Sean uh, Ravy. Uh, remember, you can join us on the Facebook Live on uh, Put on the Cape uh, Foundation for Hope Facebook page. You can send us questions to uh, safety is your first choice at gmail.com or you can call in here to uh, the Variety Channel. You're with us today, Todd Murray and Sean Ravy. Uh, safety is your first choice. We'll see you after the commercial. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy and the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com you are listening to safety is your first choice to reach todd murray or his guest today feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to safety is your first choice at gmail.com now back to this week's show welcome back after the break Remember, you can uh, join us on our Facebook Live uh, at Put on the Cape, a Foundation for Hope, uh, the Facebook page there. You can uh, send us some emails to safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. At safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. Also, you can give us a call in as uh, we had the number given there earlier. Uh, we're here with Sean Ravy, uh, founder and uh, president of Put on the Cape, a Foundation for Hope. We asked him, you know, we, we heard a lot about what he's done so far, raised some money, put some uh, events and things together, talked about the children that he's helping. You know, to me, he sounds like one of those superheroes he's, uh, he's emulating out there. Um, so 
I'm sure he gets that. You get that question quite a bit, Sean. Uh, you know, uh, do you consider yourself a superhero? I appreciate people thinking that of me because it means that I've done something that re required that that question. But I, and I'll tell you why I don't think I am because I think what I do provides a vehicle in which people can become their own superhero, and everybody wants to help, mm -hmm. but they don't know how or they don't think they'll have an impact. But just one action figure, one Barbie doll, is gonna go in the hand of an abused child. That's impact. Right. That's impact. Mm -hmm. So I think, I'd like to think, and I appreciate people asking me and calling me that, but I think what I'm doing is just, I'm empowering others to become their own hero for other right. people. And my favorite quote of all time is from the Spider-Man universe, with great power comes great responsibility. My position, I have a lot of power, right? which means I have to also couple that with the responsibility of doing everything I can. And it's, it's why we started the, this Drive for Five campaign that we're doing right now that we started 10 days ago um, to honor the five children who die a day from child abuse. We ask people simply to make a $5 donation. You can get an action figure for $5. You can get a T-shirt for $5. Right, right. And I'll personally guarantee it's going in the hands of a child. Right. And, and through the golf tournament and Mike's work, we, we have a donor who got a hold of me and said, if you raise $5,000, I'll match it. Okay. And that's through the five for five? Drive for, for five. Drive for five? Okay. And we're asking people just to go to our website, put on the cape.com. Okay. And donate $5 toward our goal of hitting 5000 which, by the way, we've already done. Okay. And he's going to match it. And, nice. and that money's going to be... Distributed evenly between our advocacy center partners. Okay, very to put nice. Items on their wish list. So it's a humbling. It's I'm I'm more humbled by all this than anything that a dorky little nerdy boy from <laughs> the Upper Peninsula of Michigan who still reads comic books and I watched Endgame again last night. Okay, all right. And I had an idea. Okay. I had an idea that above average people saw and saw the results and saw the outcome and said, "We want to help you." Right. That's right. all I've done. Right. You know, people don't come to events to see me. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they, they come to see the superheroes <laughs> and make a difference because they know they will. Right. Because we're very transparent. Right. I mean, we're very transparent with what we do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, you know, before we were, before we started the interview, we were sitting here talking about how um, coming together, working together as a team, the synergy between different people coming together and and getting, making things work. Who are the key people that helped you? get to where you are uh help with that synergy how, how how did that work out how does that work out well there were there were several uh, tom van dorn a commander in my department my re now retired lieutenant mandy faust um and more importantly gus nothing really great happened because i have a lot of things in my head okay um gus brought those to life by bringing me the superheroes okay i couldn't accomplish what i do with one of your board of directors. Gus, he's right? a vice president. Okay. Uh, Gus is the founder and uh, COO of Heroes United Arizona, okay. which is a part of the foundation. Okay. Their own, they're also the 501c3. But after a year or two, um, a young lady uh, named Danielle Gilmore um, came to the center as their volunteer donation care coordinator. She's certified nonprofit. Okay. Um, and her first assignment was to work with me. Oh, poor right. girl. <laughs> Those that know me are, are laughing along. All right. Easy. Um, I know I made her cry several times. Oh. Um, she, she wasn't prepared for me. Okay. But 
what I loved about Danielle and still do is she's not afraid to tell me the empire emperor has no clothes. That's <laughs> nice. not going to work. <laughs> okay. Um, great okay. sentiment, uh-huh. but that's not feasible. Right. And when I decided to organize into my foundation, Danielle was the first person I asked to be on my board of directors oh. as my secretary treasurer. Okay. And she still is and always will be. Right. Um, she does a fantastic job. Uh, without reach. And there's so many people, my gosh, there's so many, and I apologize if I don't spot, uh, talk about all of them, but my boss, Nick Jimenez, who's now a Lieutenant, he grabbed a hold mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, Vince Lewis, he promote, uh, it's just, there's so many, um, on the, on the cosplay side, um, things really kicked into gear when uh, a young lady named Jamie Mullins came on board with us. Um, she came on as the black widow and by far is the most, most popular character Oh, really? Actress we have that come to our events. I mean, she gets mobbed. Really? We do an, wow, we do okay. a, we do an event at North Canyon Elementary School, mm-hmm. and we have to pry her out of the crowd. Okay. I mean, we did we worked with the Special Olympics last year, and she's the selfie queen, man. I mean, she's always there. She always makes herself available. Uh, Johnny Carwell does the same thing. Um, my friend Guy. I mean, it's just. I ask, they're there. Scott mm-hmm. Snover. These guys have been with me for a long time. Right. Right. And sometimes we get. Last second, um, just last week, for example, and I was so thrilled that the John J. Rich Love Up Foundation called oh. and said, we'd love to take you shopping Very and nice. give okay. you all of the items. Can you bring superheroes? Well, we had less than 24 hours. Okay. And all we right. still ended up with five superheroes oh. who showed up. You know, Ricky Billings, our Spider-Man, and uh, Jamie, and uh, PJ Hook, who's, uh, who's our treasurer on our board of directors, came as Supergirl. and. Okay. It, it's humbling, wow. man. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you just... could, well, you know, and you can see that with, with what you guys are doing, how you're doing it, and everybody has a passion for it. So you're yeah. mixing a couple different passions together. You know, children, everybody loves children. They know? do. And then, uh, you know, then that childhood uh, image of superheroes and everything else with that combined, it, it makes for a positive outcome. It does, and that's why we want to take the, because we have a small window with victims. Okay. We don't get to follow up with them. We don't get to see them again. Once they're there and they're gone, they're gone. Okay. So within that window, that small time frame, I wanted to do something to empower them. Right, right. To have them look in the mirror and not see tears coming down their face in fear, but to see a superhero right. standing there. Exactly. Kids okay. should be kids, man. They, yeah. shouldn't, they yeah. shouldn't be hiding in a closet when they hear the garage door go up. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be pulling the covers over their head and pretending they're not there when their door opens at night. Right. That's the reality. Okay. I'm sorry if that's a shock and awe thing, right. but that's the reality. Right. When we were shopping last week, Danielle was instructing our superheroes, make sure you get more girl bottoms than you do tops. And someone asked why. Okay. And she said, because that's the part of the clothing that is collected for evidence for obvious reasons. And it's things like that people, one, they can't comprehend. Right. And nor do they understand. I wouldn't have thought that. No, I, nor, yeah. nor yeah. do they understand the scope right. of what those children endure. Medical exams, mental health exams, interviews. On top of it, they've been violated right. by someone that they trust. It's rarely a stranger. Right. <laughs> it's rarely right. a stranger. Exactly. And so that's what our foundation is about. Okay. Is and, and again, it's just making sure that center has what they need for that family at that moment and not have to go in the toy closet and have nothing. Right. So that's what we want to do. You know, we were talking about this a little bit earlier as well. And, you know, when we go through this, um, you've seen a lot. I have. I've seen a lot as, as in my career as well. Um, how, is this, how is this foundation helping you as a person? It was cathartic for me. 
child crimes is dark. Right. Um, you don't realize how much of your soul you lose there because you have to internalize that. Right. Um, I like to say when chaos is swirling, whether it's inside of child crimes or on the street mm -hmm. in, a, in an active scene, if we lose composure, everything's lost. Right. So you, when you're hearing this child talk and hearing them cry mm -hmm. and seeing them rock back and forth and have mental breakdowns in the middle of interviews, you can't. Right. You have to be strong. Right. But that's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Mine went, mine took me, and I didn't even know it. It took me, I didn't want to leave my house. Uh -huh. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to socialize with people. I was short. My anger, I mean, and you don't realize that right. until right. you're in it. And so doing this, I think it helps me as much as it helps the kids, <laughs> quite yeah, honestly. Good. Okay. Yeah. Because it's light. Right. It's happiness. When our superheroes come out to the theme from Superman, I mean, last weekend when they came out of that room, all 50 of them, two by two into a crowd of 3,500 people, it was so loud that you had to cover your ears. That's the reaction we get. Right. And that's the reaction we want. Exactly. Because people say, I want to be a part of that. And if you can create something and get people to resonate with it and have other people say, how can we be a part of this? Those are the people that are the superheroes right. who right. come in and say, how much do you need? What can we do? How can we do it? Exactly. And then they follow up. And you're like, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. It's cool. It's got to be. It's got to be amazing. You know, why don't we take one last commercial break? We'll, uh, after the break, we'll get, uh, we'll try to see how many questions we have on our Facebook Live. I know there's been some stuff going on there. And with our... Uh, Lack of Facebook Live technology knowledge None. here. That is zero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think we'll we're on live. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what questions we can pull off of there. We'll see what kind of questions we have uh, that were emailed or any that were phoned in. I do have a couple questions, or actually one question from last week uh, that was emailed in. So we'll get that answered after the break as well. Uh, so, like I say, give us a call. Call uh, Voice America, the Variety Channel uh, hotline. We have uh, safety is your first choice at gmail.com. We also have Put on the Cape, a Foundation for Hope, the Facebook page. We're Facebook Live, so you can uh, send us an instant question, and we can get on there and, and answer that question for you. Okay? So we'll see you after the break. You're here with Safety is Your First Choice with Todd Murray and Sean Ravy. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy in the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Safety is Your First Choice. To reach Todd Murray or his guest today, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show. Thank you. We're back with Sean Ravy and Todd Murray here, your host. Uh, safety is your first choice. This uh, this last session, I think uh, this interview has been extremely, one, uh, eye-opening, uh, informed to me. Like I say, the idea of the show is to get experts on here and give us viewpoints that the layperson really doesn't get. It's common common knowledge to the people in the industry. Uh, but uh, for for the people that aren't in that industry, it uh, it can be some um, eye opening uh, information. Uh, Sean's talked a lot about his uh, foundation here, put on the Cape uh, Foundation for Hope for Children. You know, uh, there's all kinds of foundations out there, Sean. Um, what sets your foundation apart? I mean, how how is that different than any other foundation that's because out there? Two reasons, maybe more. The the two most profound to me are one. We have access, others don't. We're dealing with children who have just been victimized. There's charities that do aftercare, wonderful. God, we need them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we have the charity that we spoke of earlier. But as far as dealing with children suffering acute physical and sexual abuse is what we do. Right. And there's no one else that does that. Secondarily is we're transparent. Um, just last weekend, in one week, we took in $15,000 of Barbie dolls, superhero action figures, T-shirts, shoes, school supplies, diapers, things of that nature. That okay. came from uh, Mayo Clinic, John Jay and Rich Love Ups Foundation, Target, uh, and Plea Charities. Okay. We had two advocacy centers at our event on Saturday. We had all $15,000 of those items on display on four six-foot tables, stacked high, Oh wow! beautiful. At the end of the night, we called up both advocacy centers and we gave them each two tables. Oh. So they took home $15,000. Wow, very nice. This drive for five. Um, if we, we've hit our goal, okay. we wanna go further, obviously. Right, right. We're gonna split that money up to all of our advocacy center partners and I'm gonna Facebook Live it. Oh, okay. To show people, you give me money, Right. I'm giving it right to where we need to get right. it. You give me an action figure, it's going in the hands of an abused child. Right. The centers all agree to any f- monetary funds that come in, it mm-hmm. goes directly to their wish list. Not to spend on office supplies, not I to spend you. on, yeah. but wish list items. How food. many times have we seen that? Too know? many. <laughs> where, Too many. You know, and executives get this and exactly. then a portion well, goes someplace here's else. Here's what our executives get. Uh, we have a president, a vice president, a treasurer, and a secretary. Mm-hmm. We get nothing. Okay. Volunteer. Good. That's okay. that's the first parameter being on my board of directors. 
here's United Arizona, volunteer. Mm-hmm. All of those men and women give up their family time for me Okay. on a Saturday to come out to do what they do. Right. Everything raised goes toward our mission. Good. Period. Okay. And it will always be that way. Good. So that right. in a... And an answer is what I have. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> no, that's it. You know, that does. It makes it makes uh, it definitely makes it different. Like we, like I was saying, you know, we hear too many times. I think we just uh, there was a news article about uh, Puerto Rico and oh, some people that were getting indicted because of you know everybody was uh, things that were getting destroyed there and they took some money and did whatever they did with it. That kind of thing. Terrible. You know, so there's all kinds of foundations. It's it's heartwarming. To one, know that there's a foundation. You have a foundation. You started a foundation that helps children in that time of need. I, under, I remember you saying that there's a, there's a short window to be able to get that child and help them from a traumatic situation. You know, I've been on different calls where children and things have been hurt, and, you know, you see how they are. They're lost at that point. Completely. And uh, to be able to have a foundation and be able to be there, be able to give them some comfort and help them grow as a person is extremely important. You know, it'll help. It helps society. It helps that child be, uh, you know, uh, grow up to be able to make informed choices, decisions in in, in life as they as they go forward. Um, So we do. We uh, we commend you for your foundation. We extremely it's needed. Uh, Unfortunately, it's needed. Yes, it's not. uh, It's not something that, like I said before, I was surprised when I started doing the research and looking at how many of these children uh, need help. It's horrifying. You know, I thought my tax dollars took everything and everything was great <laughs> no. and this, that, and the other, and that's not the no. case. So uh, we commend you everything that Thank you're you. doing. Uh, one of the other things, uh, we we look for some Facebook things. We've got some positive affirmations from us on the Facebook page. We definitely appreciate that at uh, Put on the Cape, a Foundation for Hope on Facebook. Thank you for uh, listening, everyone, on there. Last week, we had a uh, question. Uh, so we, last week we talked about infant CPR, and I talked about how chest compressions are 30 compressions to two breaths. The question came in uh, from an uh, anonymous uh, person saying, asking, are the compressions the same for uh, adults and children? And the answer to that question is yes. So for uh, infants, it's 30 to 2. For children, it's 30 to 2. And for adults, it's 30 to 2. And you want to do those compressions uh, at a rate of about 120 beats per minute. So that's the answer to that question there. Okay. All right. So what we have for you now is, Sean, thank you very much for coming any last thing you want to any last thing uh, you want to say to uh to our listeners i know we've got some some foundation stuff out there yeah just a couple things one thank you to my board of directors Mm -hmm. Kay, my attorney um pj our treasurer danielle my secretary and gus and also my family my wife's a bachelor (laughs) at (laughs) she just waves bye yeah Uh, yeah. we'll see you and one thing i just say to everybody listening put on the cape okay be a hero to a child who deserves one? I I just thought uh, you know I just have one quick question. Um, we have a couple of minutes here left. Have you had a Have you ever been or held a an event and found a child that was abused that was able to speak out to you at an event? Yes. That uh, so kind of came to you in a different form than I've had adults pull me aside. Really, and okay. say, I've had adults approach me in Walmart when we're shopping and cry and hand me money and say, "I wish there was something like this for me when I was going through it." Really, okay. it's profound and it hits you. As yeah. a matter, of big and tough, rough firefighter and cop, right. that brings it to your knees, yeah. man. 
<laughs> it really sure does. It does. I'm sure it does. So it's not only, and then, uh, you know, so as I was mentioning before, trying to choose a safe path for yourself, safety is your first choice. Um, have an adult come to you and, and express the need for your foundation back when they were a child can be can be uh, an emotional thing. It is. You know, and, and we, we deal with those things. As in our profession, we have to deal with it the way we do. Um, I'm glad you've started this foundation uh, for, the, for the children, for yourself, for others, for the adults that are out there as well. So thank you very much. We appreciate it. We thanks thanks for uh, coming and, and allowing us to interview you, pick your brain, and <laughs> learn a little it. bit about your foundation. We're glad you did. Uh, you are a nonprofit, yes, five hundred one c three, and it is incorporated. It do is. I understand that correctly yep. as well? And uh, we're we're branching out to multiple um, states, right? We're yes, trying we to. Are. We're going to as many we're cities building. as we can. We're going to be national. Okay. And we have a lot of needs uh, administratively. We need an office space. We need a van to go pick up. <laughs> right. um, uh, my den is like a hoarder house. <laughs> it's just stacked up with, and we just and we're going to apply for administration grants for that purpose, so we okay. can grow and grow and grow. Because this is my, this is my uh, my goal in life. Right. Is right. to give back, much more than I I've earned in my life, and. Uh, I think that's that's what we all need to do. Well, you're well on your way. Uh, now, this is, you know, it's on the internet. So it it's worldwide, and it, it will is. be podcast. It will put, be put up there. Uh, it'll be on the Voice America uh, variety page. I have a page there, Safety is Your First Choice, so you can listen to this podcast again as a podcast. Uh, we have it on the Facebook Live, so we'll, we'll repost it out there as well. So if you're in another state, you're listening. Uh, and this is something that you uh, you think you want to establish or get started in your area. Um, should they give you a call? Absolutely. How, how should we do that? Yep, uh, we'll do that. That's how it happened in Michigan. Okay. You now Gus reached out to someone in Michigan, and they said, "Oh heck yeah!" All so right. we have a cosplay group in Michigan. Another high school classmate is the one that had the event for me out there. Well, very so nice. So it's cool. It's well, just, good. It makes me happy to see so many people resonate with the idea I had. Awesome. So. Well, thank you very much. That's, uh, again, Sean Ravy, thank you very much for your uh, time and all your efforts that you're doing. Keep up the great work. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening to Safety is Your First Choice uh, with Todd Murray, your host. You can send us any questions at safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. You could give us a call at uh, Voice America Variety Channel uh, contact number. Again, thank you, and uh, make it a safe week. Thank you so much for tuning in this week for Safety is Your First Choice. Be sure to join host Todd Murray again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week, be safe.